Well, good morning to all of you. Welcome to Sunrise Community Church. Buenos dias a todos. Bienvenidos a la comunidad amanecer, la iglesia comunidad amanecer. And happy Mother's Day, moms, grandmothers that are here, and also those that may be tuning in uh, online, including my mom. Mom, happy Mother's Day. Uh, quiero decir feliz día de las mamás, a las mamás aquí y en línea también. And uh, we are so grateful for you. We're grateful to God for all his good gifts. And one of the great, the great gift that mothers give us is children. And we have beautiful children here who we want to know, have them know Jesus. So we send them for children in worship time right now. Enviamos a nuestros hijos y niños para el tiempo de niños en adoración. They are going to be fed some amazing truth from God's word, as are we. We, uh, on this Mother's Day, are in a series of messages uh, talking about cultivating faith-filled obedience. Not obligation-filled obedience, though there is an obligation perhaps because of God's great love. Not guilt-ridden obedience, but faith-filled obedience. Estamos hablando de cómo tener la obediencia llena de fe. No llena de, de culpabilidad o, o de obligación, sino llena de fe en Dios. And so I want to direct you to the scripture we're going to start with today. It's coming from uh, the gospel according to Matthew, Matthew chapter 5, verses 38 to 45. It comes from a, a, a message of Jesus called the Sermon on the Mount. Vamos a mirar Mateo capítulo 5, versículos 38 a 38. There's a, uh, a 45. There's a page number there on the top of the screen that will show you where to find it. You can use your phone. You can also just follow along as I read from the screen. I'm going to begin this reading uh, in Spanish, and then we will turn over to the English and read the same thing. Voy a comenzar la lectura en español, después en inglés. Again, words of Jesus, teaching truth from Jesus our Lord. Enseñanza y verdad de Jesús el Señor. Y dice lo siguiente. Dice, uh, versículo 38... Got to find it here in Spanish. The verses are a little bit different here. There it is. Ustedes han oído que se dijo, ojo por ojo y diente por diente. Pero yo les digo, no resistan al que les haga mal. Si alguien te da una bofetada en la mejilla derecha, vuélvele también la otra. Si alguien te pone pleito para quitarte la capa, déjale también la camisa. Si alguien te obliga a llevarle la carga un kilómetro, llévasela dos. Al que te pida, dale, y al que quiera tomar de ti prestado, no le vuelvas la espalda. Ustedes han oído que se dijo, ama a tu prójimo y odia a tu enemigo. Pero yo les digo, amen a sus enemigos y oren por quienes los persiguen para que sean hijos de su Padre que está en el cielo. Él hace que salga el sol sobre malos y buenos y que llueva sobre justos e injustos. You have heard that it was said, eye for eye, tooth for tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You've heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. 
He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. <clears throat> so what we've been doing the last two, three weeks is we've been looking at some of the idols that we are attracted to which actually prevent us, keep us from living and cultivating faith-filled obedience. Estamos mirando los ídolos que nos previenen de la obediencia llena de fe. Two weeks ago, Martín did a wonderful job exposing to us the idol of power and how all of that works in our lives. Martín habló del ídolo de, del poder hace dos semanas. And then last week, Greg, again, in just a really powerful message, talked to us about the idol of approval and how that begins to you know, affect our trust in God. Hablamos también con Greg el ídolo de la aprobación y cómo nos afecta. Well, today we're moving on to another idol and it's the idol of security. Hoy estamos hablando del ídolo de la seguridad. And I have to say from the outset that this one hits close to home. It hits close to home for me because this is where I probably struggle the most. Es el ídolo que me afecta lo más. I hear Jesus saying here in verse 42, give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. Jesús dice, al que te pida, dale. And I hear that and I'm like, mm, really? Is that really what you're expecting me? If I take this literally, I'm, I'm left with nothing. Si tomo este versículo literalmente, no me deja nada. And as I've thought about this, as I've wrestled with this passage, I think some of it goes back to stuff in my early childhood. I'm not putting myself on the couch here, but I think it goes back to something that happened between me and Tommy McKee. Se trata de algo que me ocurrió conmigo y Tommy McKee. Who was Tommy McKee? Well, let me tell you the story. I was about four years old, tendría cuatro años, and I had this beautiful little styrofoam surfboard, okay? It was probably worth a quarter, if that. Tenía una tabla de surf de stereophone. And I can remember going to the local swimming pool with my mom on a hot summer day, and I was playing in the water with my little styrofoam surfboard. Estaba jugando en la piscina local con mi tabla de stereophone, and Tommy McKee comes up to me and says, give me your surfboard, I want to play with it. Tommy McKee me dice, yo quiero jugar con tu tabla, dámela. Now, Tommy McKee was big. He was five or six, maybe, and he was, he was bigger than me. He was more intimidating than me. He was more powerful than me. Él era más grande, tendría cinco o seis años, era más intimidante, and so I reluctantly gave my surfboard to Tommy McKee. And he took it and he put it in the water and he stood on the side of the pool and he proceeded to jump on top of it and he split it in half. Él se lanzó sobre la tabla y la partió en dos. And I cried, of course. My beautiful surfboard, Jode. And thankfully, Mom was there. Mama Bear came over and she chased Tommy McKee away. Right? La mamá vino y, y, y pues lo despachó. But mm, the damage was done. And I think there's something in me that resists this word, give to the one who asks from you. Because you see, when I have to do that, something there is messing with my desire for security. Hay algo aquí que juega con mi deseo para la seguridad. I struggle, and maybe you do too, because frankly I've been burned. 
right? Is Silke malo? And, and, and as I think about this, security, I think in a way, is behind a lot of the other temptations and a lot of the idols, the other idols that, that I am uh, tempted with. La seguridad está detrás de los otros ídolos y de las otras tentaciones. Yeah, there are times when I'm tempted by power, but I don't want power so much for power. I want power because power represents security. Yo quiero el poder para tener la seguridad. And yes, I, I want approval as much as any other person. Yeah, that's a good thing. But I don't want approval necessarily for approval's sake. I want approval because when I feel approval in a relationship, I feel secure. Busca la aprobación para sentirme seguro. Or comfort. I can deal with discomfort, but I like comfort because comfort gives me a sense of security. La comodidad me da un sentido de la seguridad. And so... My reaction when I don't feel secure, when I feel like somebody's messing with my security, my reaction, it's almost automatic, it's almost visceral. My reaction is going to be, yes, fear, but the fear expresses itself usually in anger. Have you ever noticed that? When your idol gets touched, you get angry. Cuando se toca el ídolo, reaccionas con el enojo. I was flying out to the Midwest a couple weeks ago. Flights got canceled. Flights got moved. Flights got shifted around. I had to spend a night in a hotel. Se me cancelaron algunos vuelos hace poco. What was my reaction? Anger. You are messing with my time, and therefore you are messing with my security. Estás jugando con mi tiempo y así mi seguridad. The phone rings. It's a telemarketer on the line. Or even worse, that guy who knocks on the door and he's selling solar panels to you. Right? Let me get this straight. You're on my property, knocking on my door, messing with my time to try to take my money to give me something I don't want. You're messing with my security. Está tratando con mi tiempo y mi dinero para venderme algo que no quiero. So, there's a lie here behind this idol that we need to expose. And I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. The lie behind the idol of security is God either can't or won't take care of me. I have to take care of it myself. Dios no quiere o puede cuidar de mí. Tengo que cuidar de mí mismo. Somehow I've got to make a plan I've got to have a way of making myself secure. I have to be in control. Yo tengo que asegurar mi seguridad. And then Jesus comes along here and, and he calls us to something else. He calls us to something really radical. Jesús nos llama algo radical. He says, you've heard it said, eye for eye and tooth for tooth, but I tell you, do not resist an evil person. Han oído que se dijo ojo por ojo, diente por diente, pero les digo, no resistan a que les haga mal. Whoa. Eye for eye, tooth for tooth. That comes from the Old Testament legal system. Ojo por ojo, diente por diente, es el Antiguo Testamento, la ley. And basically what it's saying is that if somebody takes something from you, you can take an equal portion from them. Si alguien te quita algo, le puedes quitar algo de la misma cantidad o manera. Someone takes your eye, you take their eye. 
Somebody splits your surfboard, you split their surfboard. Eye for eye, tooth for tooth. But Jesus here flips that in a very unusual way, a surprising way. Jesus cambia eso de forma sorprendente. He says, no, don't resist that person who's going to give you evil. If that person takes from you, you don't take from them, you give to them. Si alguien te quita algo, no le quitas nada, más bien tú le das algo. And that person wants to take your dignity by slapping you on the right cheek, then turn the other cheek. Give them another one to hit. Si alguien te da una bofetada en la mejilla derecha, dale la otra. If somebody wants a piece of your clothing, give them a, an, an extra to go. Si alguien quiere ropa, dale dos piezas, no una. If someone like, say, a Roman soldier tells you to go for a mile, don't stop there, go another mile. Si alguien te obliga a un soldado romano a ir un kilómetro, pues vete, ve dos con ellos. Es radical. And behind that, I think, is the principle that Jesus sums up in verses 43 to 45. He says, you've heard it said, love your neighbor. You know, your neighbor gives to you, you give to them. Love your neighbor, hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you that you may be children of your Father in heaven. Han oído que se dijo, ama a tu prójimo, odia a tu enemigo, pero les digo, amen a sus enemigos y oren por quienes los persiguen para que sean hijos de su Padre que está en el cielo. He's flipping that. He's saying, when somebody pays you evil, you repay them not with evil, you repay them with good. Cuando alguien te paga con el mal, le pagas this is counterintuitive to almost every religious system in the world, every social system in the world. It goes against the grain, va en contra de lo que pensamos. You think about our society. We live in a culture that is addicted to security. We look for assurance in every way we can. Buscamos seguranza en nuestra sociedad. We look for assurance through insurance. Think about the types of insurance that you and I can have. Piensen en los tipos de seguro. There's house insurance, there's car insurance, there's medical insurance, seguro de auto, casa, médico, dental insurance, optical insurance, seguro de dientes, óptico, there's uh, life insurance, seguro de vida. There's trip insurance, seguro de viajes. There's even pet insurance. There's funeral insurance, hay seguro de mascotas y funerales. Uh, now, the funeral insurance doesn't guarantee you won't die. It's just saying that it'll be paid for when you do, right? Que cuando mueras alguien va a pagar el funeral. We, we look for all of this assurance through insurance and what we're trying to do is set up our lives so that nothing can touch us we can just be secure no matter what and when we have all that kind of insurance who needs divine assurance cuando tenemos mucho seguro quien necesita la seguranza de Dios you think about it isn't it a bit backward we're putting our trust, our security, 
our assurance in things that are less, not more. Insurance always has a loophole. Insurance always has a limit. El seguro siempre tiene, pues, eh, lo que vamos a decir, un límite. But God is unlimited, all-powerful, all-loving. And there's a mega-truth here that Jesus is pointing at us to. Hay una mega-verdad aquí. It's an antidote to this lie of the idol security. And you, you might almost pass it over, but it's what he says in verse 45. He says, he, God, your father, causes his son to rise on the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Dios hace que salga el sol sobre malos y buenos y que llueva sobre justos e injustos. The mega truth is at every moment of our lives, we are never outside the care and the love of God. No matter how good you are, no matter how bad you are, God sends his son, he sends rain, he sends blessings. And there is nothing in our lives that we can say, I generated that. Even the fact of being alive didn't come from you. You can say it came from your father and your mother, but it came from God. Your name probably isn't yours. There's absolutely nothing. We are all beneficiaries of the loving, protection, and kindness of the eternal God. Somos todos beneficiarios del amor y de la protección y la presencia de Dios en nuestra vida irregardless of how good or bad we really are. You know what they call that? They call that common grace. la gracia común. It means it's for everybody. It's God's love, God's goodness. The fact that we can breathe air, the very fact that we live in a universe where our bodies don't just explode and fall apart is due to forces that scientists still cannot understand. They just have to put an X there and say it's something that's holding us together. Scott. La verdad de que no explotamos se debe a fuerzas que ni podemos explicar. It's common grace. And then there is uncommon grace. Extraordinary grace. And that's what God has shown us in Jesus. Dios nos muestra una, una gracia no común, extraordinaria en Jesús. I was reading, as I was studying this passage, and really, like I said, wrestling with it, I came across a quote in a commentary, in a, in a Bible study book. Estaba mirando, leyendo un comentario bíblico, and the writer of this said something that just really jarred me and helped me to understand a little bit more what's going on in this passage. He said this, the conduct of the disciple of Jesus is filled with surprise. La conducta de un discípulo de Jesús está llena de sorpresas. As they, disciples of Jesus, have experienced the surprise of unexpected grace, so they act in a similar manner toward the undeserving among them. Como que los discípulos han experimentado la sorpresa de la gracia inesperada, así se comportan a los que no merecen gracia a su alrededor. 
What is that saying? It's saying when we can recognize that we are recipients of this surprising, undeserved grace of God in our lives, and we receive that, and we understand how great that is, it should make us more disposed to show the same kind of undeserved generosity to other people. Cuando reconocemos como hemos recibido la gracia de Dios y su generosidad, estamos dispuestos a mostrar eso a otros. You think about what Jesus says here and you realize he's the only one that fulfills this perfectly. Jesus is the one who came to earth and he was despised and rejected of men, the Bible says. He was the one that was beaten. He was the one that was slapped. Jesús fue el que recibió la bofetada and he was the one who perfectly turned the other cheek. Y él dio la otra mejilla. He was stripped of this beautiful purple robe for which they gambled at the foot of the cross. But not only that, he was stripped naked and he was exposed for all the world to see, nailed to that cross for you and for me. He gave every stitch of clothing. Él fue desvestido de su, de su manto, un lindo, pero también de toda ropa, expuesto desnudo en la cruz. Jesus came to earth and he didn't just go one mile with us. He didn't just walk along and live our life as we have. He went the extra mile by going to the place he never deserved to go, taking the punishment he never deserved to have, letting go of all of his security, even the security of having been with his father for all eternity, saying, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He gave it all up for you and me. He went the extra mile. Jesús llevó no solo un kilómetro con nosotros en la tierra, fue el, el kilómetro extra subiendo la cruz. You can trust somebody like that. Jesus is our security. Él es nuestra seguridad. And, and what I think we can gain from this is that he's often going to show up for us. We're going to become more aware of him in those situations where we let go of our security and we, in an open-handed fashion, obey him and show grace, undeserved love to people around us. Experimentamos la seguridad de Jesús dejando nuestras seguridades para mostrar el amor sorprendente de Dios a ellos. There's a radical thing Jesus says a few chapters later in Matthew chapter 16, verses 24, 25. Mateo 16, 24, 25. He says, whoever wants to be my disciple, if you want to follow me, you must deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow me. Si alguien quiere ser mi discípulo, tiene que negarse a sí mismo, tomar su cruz y seguirme. Give up your security. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. El que quiera salvar su vida la perderá, pero el que pierda su vida por mi causa la encontrará. Again, Jesus is flipping things on their head. He's saying, the safest or rather the most dangerous thing you can do in life, the riskiest thing you can do in life is to try to play it safe. 
Lo más arriesgoso es querer estar seguro. Try to get your life set up to where you can guarantee your own security. Take care of number one. That's the most dangerous way to live. Si intentas asegurarte toda la vida, es la forma más peligrosa. You want to know the safest way to live? The safest way to live is to let go of it all to Jesus. Abandon your life to him. Lose your life to Jesus Christ and you will find life like no other. Lo más seguro es abandonarte a Cristo, perder tu vida por Cristo y encontrarás vida. It seems backwards to us. The riskiest thing is the safest thing. The safest thing is to follow him in faith-filled obedience. There's a surprising security to be found in imitating God's undeserved generosity to us by somehow passing on that undeserved generosity to someone else. Hay una seguridad sorprendente en imitar la gracia y merecida de Dios pasando esa generosidad a otra persona. Now here's where I think we can help ourselves. Jesus says, give to the one who asks you. Den al que le te pida. He doesn't say, give what the other person asks you. No dice, den lo que les pida. If someone is abusing you, you don't have to take that. You don't have to give yourself more as a victim. That's not what it's saying. If somebody's going to rob you, you don't have to give them the opportunity to abuse you. But give to the one who asks you. And it might be a surprise to them. Si dan a la persona que te pida, puede ser una sorpresa. I'm just kind of starting to try to learn about this in some ways that I don't know if I always have before. Uh, I don't know, three weeks ago, something like that. I'm at home, knock on my door. Alguien toca la puerta hace unas tres semanas. I look at the camera. My friendly neighborhood salesperson again, right? But this time, I'd kind of wrestled with this. And I open the door. It's this woman, una mujer. And she starts going into her little speech. You know, I'm here selling, it's a home remodeling service and you can have this, your, your back porch done and this and that and the other thing. And I listened patiently, escuché, and I said, I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry today, I'm not in a position to take advantage of your offer to do this. Hoy no puedo aprovecharme de esta oferta. But I'd like to know, could I pray for you? Podría orar por ti? It's got to be hard doing what you're doing. It can't be easy. No puede ser nada fácil lo que tú haces. And she said, you have no idea. I work strictly on commission. I only get what I sell. Trabajo 100% de comisión. Yes, please pray for me. So I did. We prayed. Oramos. And I closed the door and I realized... Instead of sending that person away with a bitter taste in their mouth, I hope I left them a blessing in their heart. En vez de enviar a esa persona con la boca amarga, les despedí con algo de bendición en el corazón. I think that's what Jesus is saying. 
He has repaid our evil with good by dying for us and rising. Él pagó nuestro mal por el bien. You, be about the same thing. Find a way to repay evil with good. Paguen el mal con el bien. It's scary. Being reconciled to somebody you don't trust, that's scary. There's all kinds of ways this plays out, but, but in the end, what we're doing is we're, we're making an investment in something. We're making an investment in faith-filled obedience. Estamos invirtiendo, invirtiéndonos en la obediencia llena de fe. And Jesus, again, talks about this in Matthew 6:19. He says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and vermin destroy, where thieves break in and steal. No acumulen para sí tesoros en la tierra donde la polilla, el óxido destruyen y donde los ladrones se meten a robar. You know, no matter what you try to put your stock in here on this earth, it, it's not, never 100% secure. Your bank account might be insured by the FDIC, but who's insuring them? Right? But rather, Jesus says, store up for yourselves treasure in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy, where thieves do not break in and steal. Mas bien acumulen para si tesoros en el cielo donde la polilla ni el óxido carcomen ni los ladrones se meten a robar. This is what we're talking about. The surest thing, the surest thing in life is to invest in Jesus Christ, living a life of open-handed obedience and love especially with those things that we most identify with as our security. Hay que vivir con las manos abiertas con esas cosas que identificamos con, como nuestra seguridad. What are the things that you identify as your security? What are the things I identify? Money, my house, car, time, friends, family, whatever that is. What does it mean to let go of, you know, having our clutches around those things as our security and to live open-handed? ¿Cómo vivir con las manos abiertas en vez de aferrarnos a esas cosas? This week, I want to encourage us in this. We're in this rhythm. Remember I talked about the rhythm of the gospel waltz is that you, you flee from an old pattern, you trust in Jesus, and you, you fight to live in a new pattern. Hay que huir el viejo patrón, confiar en Jesús y después luchar por un nuevo patrón. I want to encourage us to fight for a new pattern this week. And here's how I'd like to invite you to do it. Just surprise someone in your life. Someone who's unsuspecting, undeserving, with some small act or big act of generosity. As a way of saying, a way of saying this is how the grace of God works in my life. Who can you do that with? ¿A quién puede sorprender esta semana, alguien que no merece el amor, pero le muestras el amor. It might be with somebody that you always see, the barista at the, at the local coffee shop, somebody at the store, a neighbor, whoever it might be. In just a minute here, we're going to have our offering time, and we've intentionally saved it for this time. Vamos a tener el tiempo de la ofrenda. Why? Because for me, uh, each week, Putting something in that offering represents to me letting go of, of a bit of my security. Dar la ofrenda es dejar tu seguridad. Oh, but I could have used that money for X, Y, or Z. Yes, you could, but where did it come from? 
Can you trust God to take care of you? And, and, and so the call is give freely, generously. And generous is going to be different amounts for different people. It's not about amounts. It's about the heart. But that's the encouragement. As we think about the Pentecost offering that Greg talked about, what church actually gives away some of its stuff to help start other churches? Well, I think all churches should. That's why we do this at Sunrise. We want to be the same way, free-handed as much as we can. Damos y preparamos para la ofrenda de Pentecostés porque queremos abrir las manos y dar para nuevas iglesias. So we want to get you ready for that in the coming month. Generosity. Generosity is actually the antidote for the idol of security. La generosidad es el antídoto para el ídolo de la seguridad. And Jesus... Jesus is our surprising security. Jesús es nuestra seguridad sorprendente. So let's give our prayer and our praise to him right now. Let's pray together. God, thank you for this time of looking into our hearts. And we want to be real with you about where we are. It is just part of our fallen sinful nature to think that we can set up our own security on our own without you. Es parte del pecado intentar hacer un plan de seguridad sin ti. But Jesus, we realize that anything we put together is limited. It can be taken. It can be destroyed. The one thing in life that cannot be taken from us is a connection with you. That's the most precious and wonderful thing. Lo único en la vida que no se nos puede quitar es una conexión contigo. We thank you for your love, for coming, for risking it all on behalf of people who never deserved it. Gracias por arriesgar todo por los que no lo merecimos. As we give our offering now, as we give of our hearts and our lives this week, lead us into greater freedom. Your kind of risk and your kind of security is the freest place to be. Help us to learn that. Tu tipo de seguridad y de riesgo es lo más seguro de todos. Ayúdanos a creer eso. We thank you and we pray you bless now the gifts and the giver and those who receive as well. In the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, bendice esta ofrenda para tu gloria en el nombre del Señor Jesús. Amen.